Hi, I'm Krista. And I'm Susan. And we are Dandelions and Side Streets. On this pod, we connect with creative people and other folks doing interesting things in the world. Writers, artists of all kinds, innovators, and helpers. People we would like you to get to know. We also review books, recite poetry, share recipes, and savor in the art of conversation. We chat, share stories, chew the fat, chop it up. We love a good chin wag. Thanks for listening. Dandelions and Side Streets is back. We are back. Hi, Susan. How are you? Hi, Krista. I'm doing okay. I'm, uh, you know, it's, it's November. So, you know, it's dark. There are no leaves on the trees. And just, yeah, getting by here, you know? Well, I will, I will say this, that um, I am a November baby. Well, that's probably the best thing about November is your birth. Mm-hmm, thanks. Right? Let's just let's acknowledge that that the birth of Krista is maybe <laughs> the the highlight of uh, of November. I feel like that sounds almost biblical. <laughs> I have some other friends that are any November babies that are my friends. That's a highlight. But your your birth is of course at the forefront <laughs> yeah it really is well How from, where I'm, from where I'm sitting it is listen I'm it's, grateful that I was born that's for sure and uh whether it's November or whenever it was um I'm truly happy that my lottery number came up <laughs> and, uh, it turns out that I was home again for my birthday this year uh, back nice. in back in the East Coast, and you and I spent time together. That was really great. That was great. That was the highlight of my November so far. It was the highlight of my November, and I saw a few other sweet friends and family. So it was great. So, what are we talking about today, Krista? What's on the agenda? Well, I wanted to talk about uh, food a little bit. Do you remember in Mm -hmm. one of our episodes, we, I think we mentioned, we talked about like calamari and deep fried foods and, and we, we, I went back to this restaurant with my parents and my sister. It's a sweet little cottagey restaurant and they have really super fresh seafood, but Mm. everything is dunked. Like it's like deep fried batter. And everybody mm. loves it. It's delicious. I like it for the first few bites, but then I start, my face starts itching. And yeah, I want to know why are we dunking fresh seafood into batter? Yeah, it's kind of an old maritime tradition of um, just, you know, deep frying and adding, adding fat, unnecessary fat to things. Um <laughs> <laughs> generations have been doing this maybe but I kind of agree with you that it does it sort of takes away from the flavor of the seafood doesn't it I feel like it it sort of overpowers it 
I will say that the, some of the food we had, like fresh scallops and clams, they were really, really delicious. But I just sort of, it kind of makes me a little ill when there's all the batter on it. Not that I don't mm. like battered food. I do. It's just that like there, there's like plates of food and there are like nothing has gone unbattered. Right, right. It's and it's all kind of like a beige color. Yeah. Like it like yeah. a cornflakes color. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what we have there that I haven't ever had here, and that's clams. Deep fried clams. Yeah, that question came up in one of our discussions when you were home is about like why can you not order clams? or a mess of clams, as we like to say, in Toronto. Like, why can't, like, is there a clam restaurant in Toronto? If there is, then I haven't found it. Um, and I really do like the clams. They're Yeah, like, would you go to a clam restaurant or a clam food truck if there was one available in Toronto? Hmm. I would have to check the reviews and the status of freshness. <laughs> right. So I noticed that yeah. like in places in the Maritimes, you'll just be driving down a main street and there'll be like some guy in a pickup truck at the corner of like a, a gas station with a sign that says, you know, fresh scallops, fresh lobster like fresh, whatever. And they just sort of randomly appear on corners. Yeah. I, I really do enjoy that about living out here is that with, well, for one, it's the old cash economy, which is, is nice. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. But yeah, people just selling stuff out of their, the back of their truck. And um, yeah, you can get like, I've, I've bought, lobsters off the back of trucks um one thing i like to buy off of trucks in the winter are um smelt mm. you know those those little fish that yeah. you get in the in ice fishing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can get a bag of those and deep fry them and they're really delicious <laughs> my, my brother <laughs> and my niece they ice fish at dominion park and the whole community not the whole community but a l- many people in the community have shacks down on the ice and the- it's like a community social event where they just go and like they bore a hole in the ice and they have a little like each person has their own little cabin or tent or yeah and my brother has does, does your brother have an auger that's Is that that thing yeah that thing the twisty thing yeah and he also has this like he has a a tube that he puts down in the ice like a radar so they can spot when the smelts are coming by. Oh, wow. Okay. That's high tech. I know. I feel like yeah. it's like something like, like getting a colonoscopy or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's yeah. So they say, Oh, they're, you know, they can see where there's some coming and, and sometimes they don't even like, they'll go a day or two. They won't even get any, they just like being down there. They like, yeah. they like to yeah. bond. Interesting sport, ice fishing. But I get really nervous when I watch on the community FB boards, because I do. I, even though I'm in Toronto, I check the neighborhoods where my family lives to find out what's going on. And 
and the, they'll say have sort of arguments over whether the ice is thick enough for the shacks to still be there. And I'm like, if if there's a question, you need to move off, right? I agree, Krista. That scares the bejesus out of me too. Uh, like the idea of uh, you see people like driving on the ice, like with their truck. And my brother is fearless. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. I know that he does know what's safe and not, but I think he really enjoys the torment of acting like, what? Oh, nothing to worry about there, you know? So, yeah, I just say a prayer. Um, When we were home, we went to a really cute little place in Fredericton. Was it Isaac's? Isaac's Way? Yes. That little restaurant? Yeah. I really liked that. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. It had, a, nice. it had a sweet little vibe. What I thought was interesting is we ordered uh, a side dish of vegan calamari. And I honestly, I, I didn't know what to expect. So it was Krista, good. I can't believe you're actually admitting to this on the air here on this podcast that you that you ordered vegan calamari. But yeah, okay, I'm, go ahead. Listen, I I was willing to hide that. I've got nothing to save anymore. Like I just come back from there slightly wounded. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, um, but, vegan calamari, but it was yeah. it was very lightly breaded oyster mushroom yeah and it had that chewiness of calamari but it didn't quite do it for me I'm going to be honest it it's not calamari but I was impressed I was I was it was better than what I expected but then in the same in the same sitting we also ordered something with bacon so we weren't being all you know I know pro-vegan we're really just we're experimenting we're we were taking care of our taste buds. That's what we were doing. But they had it was an interesting choice that we made. But you know, and yeah, it, it's good to try new things. And they had some really nice craft beers. And I picked up a little jar of blueberry rhubarb chutney. Mm. I haven't opened it yet, but I'm going to save it for. I think it'll go really well with a grilled salmon. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. And if you plan a trip up here, I won't crack that thing open till you get here. Did you hear about the latest climate activists attack on art? Um, Like throwing soup at a Van Gogh, that kind of thing, or spaghetti or macaroni. Yeah. I I don't know the details of what was thrown. Was it soup? Well, the latest one, um, two young climate activists from Vancouver, they went into the Vancouver Art Gallery and they threw maple syrup all over an Emily Carr. Uh, It was her 1934 Stumps and Sky painting. And I was horrified and really angered, which is what they want. Turns out that they made sure that it was a painting that was covered with glass before they did it. Mm. which lightened my anger towards them. Uh, but still, 
you know, they're they're fighting against fracking. I think they're what are they called? They're they're part of a group called Stop Fracking Around. And Thank you name. Yeah, and I and I important. Yeah. I support them. But uh, like I am against destroying art, especially like when you're looking at an artist who clearly loves nature and spent their time painting nature, like they weren't fracking. They were, you know. Yeah. Anyway, there's a whole slew of arguments around this, and I'm just throwing it out there for food for thought. Paint for splash. We noticed, too, our little art gallery, even in Fredericton, New Brunswick, has taken some extra precautions in bag checking, uh, right? Just in case. Krista, can I talk to you about a little, a small little self-improvement project I've been working on? Please do. I think in part, it may have been inspired by our conversation with Michelle April, who's our, 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 one of our mental health gurus, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I was, I was just, I've just been feeling like I have kind of an unhealthy relationship with my phone and I've been wanting to change it. Um, And so I'm doing a thing now where I am putting my phone to bed at nine o'clock at night and I put it in a drawer and it, it doesn't get to sleep with me. Hmm. Um, so it's, it's not something I like if I have insomnia in the night, I do not reach for that phone. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not the first thing I see before when I go to bed and it's not the first thing I wake up with in the morning. I, I just wanted to that to stop. And I have noticed that I'm reading more books. I'm doing like, and I'm sleeping better Mm -hmm. and actually maybe feeling a little bit better. So yeah, the jury's still out. Like, you know, uh, we can check in on this next time, but I'm just putting that out there as something I'm trying I'm I'm listening to you and going, this is a great idea. And then a part of my brain was like, no, no, don't take it away. But it's true. I wake up in the middle of the night and the first thing I do is reach over for the phone. First thing I look at in the morning is the phone. It It is a problem. And sometimes I wonder if we're not waking up in in the middle of the night because our brains know that it's about time to like sleuth through Insta. Right. I mean, it's Insta, it's Twitter, it's, you know, which just Twitter's going down the tubes, but I mean, all of it. Right. And just like reading about stuff that I was, I was reading stuff. I don't even really care about, you know, like, Oh, like, let's see what, you know, I don't know. Megan Markle is up to like, who cares? Right. Yeah. Like, or someone else, like, just, you know, let's check in on, uh, you know, Beyonce or, you know, that's yeah. actually good, you know. And, but and, and I, well, if you're going to do it at all, Beyonce would be okay. But yeah, I hear Yeah, you. Beyonce, that was a bad example. Let me think, <laughs> who else? Checking in on Melania Trump or, you know, yeah. like, how's she doing? 
Like who cares? So I certainly do not. I right. care. I care so very little. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I think it is. I think it's a really good idea. I think I, maybe I should try it. Maybe for like, uh, I would start with say three days, <laughs> see how I could handle it. Three days yeah. of keeping my baby out in the living room. Krista, I officially challenge you starting today to try it. Okay. Like it's on. Okay. I'm challenging you. Okay. I, I'm, I feel a little short of breath, but I can do yeah, this. Take a, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Do that breathing. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I'm going to try it. I could use some mental wellness. And if that's going to help, I'll do it. And have a few things at your bedside that might help. Okay. This, I, I, not to get weird. <laughs> I'm like, like what? <laughs> or too graphic. But like, have a book, have a new book that you're reading or something, you know? You, you don't fun. use a Kobo, do you? Do you use an e-reader? Um, I don't. I probably should because I have really crappy eyesight now. But I use, um, so I have to get my glasses on and have good lighting. Mm. Um, but I, I like just to read a book, the, you know, like an old fashioned book that you open. Yeah. I, I do use my e-reader and I, I, I do read at night at times and it does help me go to sleep. But I'm wondering too about the light behind the screen. Yeah, the so, backlit yeah. business. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I mean, I'll give it three days. I'll try it for three days. I'll let you know how it goes. And report back. And the next question is to tweet or not to tweet. Yeah, well, I have a problem right now because I tried to get off Twitter and I can't because I forgot my password. So I figure I, that, I don't know. I got to figure that out, Krista. Like this is the kind of stuff that haunts me right now. You do know that you're, you're, an, you're a Mac user. You know that your Mac can hold your passwords, right? Uh, no, I didn't know that. Okay. I didn't know that. After the pod, I'll show you how to find them. <laughs> that would be really, really helpful. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I always look at your Instagram because you take such beautiful pictures. We talked about that one other day too, but you really do have an eye for thanks, Krista. Beautiful trees and a lot of mushrooms. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, do you ever pick these mushrooms and actually like cook with them or anything? I have. Um the well, okay. The only I'm very careful because I don't I love mushrooms, but I know nothing about them. Mm -hmm. The only mushroom I can identify that's edible is a chanterelle. I do feel pretty confident in... Uh, that's the sort of orangey yellow one. Right. Yes. That apparently has a little fruitiness or apricot kind of taste. Yeah. Yeah. And what did you make with them? Well, I, I like to um, eat them with eggs or even just like cooked in butter with salt. It's, it's good. Like it's, but I kind of like it in, I like it in an omelet, something like that. It's really delicious. I, I bet it would be good in like a butter 
a butter cream sauce, maybe with sage. Mm, I don't know about the sage, but a little butter cream, maybe that sage kind of mushroom. Yeah, maybe sage, Kristen. Actually, you might maybe be honest with things. We should experiment. I do know when I see those in the grocery store, they're there rarely, but when they are, they're always twice as much as the already expensive regular mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. But they look interesting. Yeah. They're beautiful too. They're really beautiful to look at. And, um, but I would like to, that's something I would like to learn more about, like just being able to identify mushrooms and, because apparently there's many, there are many here that you can eat. I'm just afraid of eating the ones that, you know, instantly kill you. I'm trying to avoid like, that. Like the ones that make you like paralyzed or send you off into some like drug induced journey. Well, that might be okay, but the, I just, <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I have a book recommendation. Okay, bring it on. Should I just freewheel that? Um, so this is a book. It's um, Irish. It's an Irish author, John Boyne. And mm-hmm. um, it's a book called The Heart's Invisible Furies. And it's, I got it because a trusted person in the community who reads a lot said recommended it and said you will cry you will laugh you will throw the book across the room etc etc and so I was like okay I think I need that book right now (laughs) and so um that's what I'm into and I'm so far I'm loving it um okay maybe not for the faint-hearted uh but it's like if you want like a good Irish romp read. Uh, okay. It's it's good stuff, right? I will check yeah. it out. Yeah. My plan also on the creative front is to dig out my guitar mm. and see if I have a voice left and maybe write some music mm. because it's been a really long time. That's exciting, Krista. And I have a sweet little taylor guitar that i got and i love it and i think it's been missing me yeah i like that well maybe if you put your phone away at 9 p.m you'll get that guitar out (laughs) (laughs) in the next two pods we're going to be interviewing Joe Kalea and Lucy Conte for their book, their cookbook. Mm, nice. Quanta basta. And what does that word mean? The word, it means just enough, I think. I'm really looking forward to that conversation because I really, I love anything, any stories about food make me happy. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that a lot. Me too. Sue, always so great to hang out with you in person and so great to see you even on the video in person's way better. But I love the conversations we have on this podcast and I look forward to our next one. Likewise, Krista. Likewise.
Thank you so much for the talk today. Thanks for the chin wag. Bye. Thanks for listening. 